Welcome to Stories in Ink, a new podcast with Empty Can Productions. I'm your host, Spencer Kennard. Hey, everybody out there. Hope all is well. We are doing our best here at Stories in Ink to keep getting back into things, uh, kind of getting back into, uh, you know, our New York groove. I mean, I figure Ace and Stella got their groove back, and uh, we are trying to here. Guys, thank you so much, uh, as always, for continuing to listen and your support and everything like that. It really does mean a lot. Um, you know, thank you uh, again for also uh, Empty Can for continuing to work with me and to uh, help help me host this podcast. It, I, I really think we're still doing some awesome stuff here. Um, but that being said, joining me tonight is always is the founder of Empty Cam Productions himself, the man with the plan, the mix master, Lucy J, someone who can drive your Jersey turnpike, my friend, Jesse Luciani. Jesse, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm doing better now with that wonderful introduction. Um, yes, I, 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 I think you need to trademark. Mixmaster Lucy J. Oh no, it's going on my business card now, man. <laughs> I am now Mixmaster Lucy J. I was I was trying to figure out my rap name, and there it is, yo. There it is. I love that. <laughs> I I cannot express how much. Here at two thirty, made with that on it. One hundred. That's gonna be the new merch do you, drop, man. Do you Mix do you have like a picture of you with a flat bill? I can get one. I can. I will. I will do hope, this. It's got to be like middle school, you though. I, you know what? I think I got even a better one. I have a high school photo of me holding a piece of, like a bowl of pasta in a suit with that, which is like Mix Master Lucy J. Mix Master Lucy J. Mix Master Lucy J. All over that. Just a big, oversized white tee, black and white picture. Yep. Let's do this. We are making this happen. We're making it. This is going to be, this is it, man. Mix Master Lucy J. Please check out our merch arsenal later at some point when we have one. 100 mix master lucy j 100 mix master lucy j i think i'm going to rename story uh jesse makes a movie to miss <laughs> mix master lucy j makes a movie lucy j makes a movie lucy j makes a movie <laughs> that's <laughs> great <laughs> so how you doing man you doing okay i'm, I'm doing good i'm doing good man i'm also trying to get back on the back on the horn with you know recording and getting things out there too been well, crazy. you know, this is this is kind of cool, uh, guys. If you don't, um, if you don't know, Jesse actually hosts another show, and I'm actually starting to be on it as well. Um, it's called the Rotten Review Show. Jesse, you want to talk about that? Yeah, the uh, Rotten Review Show was an old old show that I did with my old roommate Joseph, and me and him did it for a little bit in the first season. But now we're on season two with uh, the only other man I can think about talking about how wonderful hor- horrible movies are. You, Spencer Kennard. It's a show about just two friends sitting, shooting the shit, and discussing just the craziness of the weirdest movies that are out there. I know right now, me and you are going through like every video game movie ever. Yeah, I feel like there was. Uh, I mean, just anyone that listens to this show knows that like I overanalyze everything. Oh yeah. Um. So like, just be ready for that for overanalyzation of movies that are definitely. I mean, you know the. I won't give it away, but the first two weren't terrible. No, the but first, they definitely had rotten first, yes. ratings. They're rated rotten. <laughs> so go check out Rotten Review. That episode is actually out now. I'll put a link to the podcast in the description. 
for all y'all to check out. Link in the description below. Link in the description so, below. So, Jesse, we don't have a guest right now tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, we are we are doing this kind of late. We are burning some. We have passed midnight oil and are now at, uh, you know, 2 a.m. The early a.m. <laughs> well, the best things happen at 2 a.m. Uh, you know, I guess. I mean, Mixmaster Lucy J was born. <laughs> Mixmaster Lucy J was born in the a.m. Um with that being said, uh, tonight we're just going to do uh, just another one of these uh, Ask the Artist kind of episodes. Now, the way we do Ask the Artist here on Stories in Ink, um, we actually use one of our cards from, uh, it's actually one of our sponsors uh, from Pod Deck. Uh, so, Jesse, what, what you do, uh, you shuffle all these cards up, and mm-hmm. then, you know, by the candlelight in the heart of the cards, you choose... <laughs> preferably a blue eyes white dragon but guys if you don't know pod decks are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcasts simply shuffle up ask a question and let your content roll they're also great icebreakers get yours today at poddex.com and use the code stories and ink all one word for 10 percent off your order again that's poddex.com promo code stories and ink so jesse is it the dark magician we have the time magician. Oh. Uh, it was always like a good card, though. Anyway. Time wizard. Time, time wizard. wizard. Right. The time wizard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you played time wizard with baby dragon. Yes, and it turned into... Fan of Joey. Yes, I was a fan of Joey. And, come on. The only, guy from, yeah, the only guy from New Jersey in the entire show I got to be a fan of. The only guy <laughs> The only guy in Tokyo with a Jersey accent. Joey Wheeler. I love... If, if you go... Because we talked about this in the Rod Review show... People in movies they will throw a random New Jerseyan in a flick for no no reason other than the accent's hilarious. That's the only reason. Um, with that being said, what book belongs on everyone's bookshelf? Oh no! Yes, that is a very tough question because I have a lot of books on well, my shelf. That is why I picked this question. Oh. Gotcha, you ruined the magic. <laughs> Gods no, are stacked um, against you, my friend. Yes. Um, so I'm a uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a little bit of a bibliophile. Um I I buy a lot of books and I buy a lot of tattoo books. Um a lot of tattoo books are very small press. Um so they only are gonna pre- you know, they're only gonna print a handful of them and they're not gonna be constantly in print. Um you know, I'm not super familiar with how that whole world works, but um, you know, basically what it is is these individual individual people are publishing their own books, and because of that, they're not getting then picked up by larger distributors that would then put their books in places like Barnes and Noble or even like larger sellers, right? Yeah. Um, so I pick up a lot of those, and I guess that kind of makes them not rare. But just kind of harder to find. Yeah. Um. But I don't. I don't know if the book that I would say everyone needs to have on the shelf would be a tattoo book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously the stuff I need is a little different because I'm constantly looking at reference and just different tattoo history and things like that. Um. Let me think here. I'm also not going to go with probably my favorite book either. What is, what's your favorite book? 
Um, I read Gatsby all the time. I read oh. the Great Gatsby all the time. Um, there's something about like the longing and sadness and then having everything, but still not being satisfied. And like, yeah, I don't know that just whole kind of like longing, longing for something that you've, you've made in your head better than it actually is that I think is just like no something that we don't necessarily think a whole lot about. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. That is a very common theme in his books. And it is something yeah. that everyone has felt at least once in their life. I, I personally feel. I, I also just like the voice of it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I think the one book everyone should have on their shelf mm-hmm. is actually a book called The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a really easy read. It's not written from, you know, it's not... It's definitely like uh, it's not a hard book. To, it, it's not a hard book to comprehend um, because it's a basic story. It's a story of this man's life and how each action that he goes through, each choice that he makes, then sets a, up the next part of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to summarize the plot. Um, I would yeah. recommend going and reading it, but it does a lot of. You know, it is a lot of that kind of self-examination. And each basically like section or chapter um, is divided into just this different part of his life. Yeah. Um, And so you see how his journey goes and comes and it goes all full circle and everything like that. Um, That was one I definitely would say probably should be on everyone's shelf just because it's, I think it's a good tool to re-examine your own path yeah. and the own direction you're heading. Yeah, no, I yeah, I can see that. I can see how that could uh, really help a lot of people. Have you have you read The Alchemist? I I tried reading it when I was younger, but I don't think I was I it just didn't click with me yet. I don't, I don't think it was in the right moment for me, you know what I mean? Well, well, um I want to say the Alchemist. It was published in. Uh, I want to say the eighties. I yeah. think it's like. Um, it's definitely in the eighties. Yeah, it's um, an older. The author was Paulo Coelho. I'm going to butcher that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Paulo. Paulo. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's one of those things where it's not it's not been adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, at least not that I know of which I kind of like. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting book, right? Because the whole thing is like just this simple story about purpose, right? And what your purpose is and how you might not know what that purpose is until the end. Yeah. But everything you have done has then led you to, to have it. that purpose. Yeah. Right. Even if the purpose was just the journey itself, there was still purpose in the journey itself. Those relationships mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it goes back into that whole idea of you are the thing that is creating meaning. You are the thing that is assigning meaning to things that are happening and assigning reason to things. Right. I think what the way, um, the way I look at the world, mm-hmm. right. And is that, is that right? You, I am a, creator i'm a person that until i give something meaning i don't think it really has meaning 
Yeah. Right. You can look at anything and until you then say, this is what this is again, you are the central part of that. Yeah. Um, and likewise, I think like that we, we do the same kind of thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to say things are happening and look at why they're happening, I'm going to try and find the reason, but I then am the thing that's creating the reason. The reason isn't necessarily just there implicitly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we try and solve problems as humans, right? Like that's our whole shtick. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We try and solve problems. We try and look for patterns. Right. We try and look for reason in things that are in that are unreasonable. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, that's what drives us insane. Like that's what literally we obsess over the things that we can't solve. Um, you know, pick a relationship, pick any, mm-hmm. you know, anything. Right. Whenever yeah, you can't solve a problem, that's what really gets at you. And I think trying to maybe find our purpose, find what those things are. That's something that because until your life is over, <laughs> you, you don't really know, right? That's like, it, the because, ultimate question. Well, yeah, because I think it, it, I think, you know, I don't, none, none of us know what happens when we go, right? Like none of us know what happens when it's our time. But I think in that last time we'll be, I would like to think that we're able to see ourselves fully. Yeah. Right. Uh, have you, have you seen the, you've seen Hamilton, right? Like on Disney plus, of course. Okay. So in Hamilton, when he's about to die, yeah, when he's about to be shot, every single song, at least some portion of pretty much every single song from that entire musical is in the span of the bullet traveling across. Right. And I, I like that idea. I like the fact that we'll be able to, have that one last moment of reflection and see what was our life really worth. Yeah. The the life flashing before your eyes. Exactly. And I think that, you know, I think by approaching things in a way where we're constantly evaluating and trying to understand, like if we would do that more often, we would then be able to value what we have more. Mm -hmm. Like it shouldn't all be in that last moment. Right. It should, it should be, be throughout your life. You should look at what you've done instead of the, the, that, the end moments. Yeah. And I think that can be tricky, right? Because oh, we yeah. always look back at our past with like rose colored glasses on. We don't necessarily like our, our memories are faulty. Yeah. You know, it's the whole thing. Okay. So <laughs> going back to Gatsby, right? Oh that yeah. That whole idea of like, we have an unreliable narrator who's telling us his version of these events that happened and what yeah. he saw in Nick. And, um, you know, he's telling the story, he's being reflective of this point in time in his life. And, but what's he gaining from it? Like, what are, what are we gaining from it by looking back at our lives? And can we stop, assess a moment where we're currently at, look at the moments that have been, that have come before, use those lessons that we learned to then make a better decision going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's growth, right? Like that's just, yeah, no, That's that is growth. Grow. Yeah. You um, you take a look at you you learn from your mistakes to better your future. Yes. Do you think that we do that? I mean, I think that I don't I don't I, think we do it enough or when we do it it's too late. Yeah, the I point mean, of like that's regret, that's hindsight, yeah. right? That's like, oh, yeah. I should have like instead of instead of 
But is regret finding, necessarily instead of finding a new route, right? Yeah. Like instead of like trying to forge forward, right? We're just like, oh, we just oh, should have just turned left. I should have just turned yeah. left. I should have just turned. Left. I should have taken the other path. Yeah, you you hold on to it too much. And I don't necessarily think that the opposite is good either. Like just be like, oh, YOLO. Oh uh, yeah, there, there has, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, you can't just be like, oh, whatever, it, it happened, whatever, fucking, yeah. Um, I, you can do that on certain things of like, you know, you didn't get the job or other little like other little things go wrong. It's just like, well, fuck it, that happened, and nothing I can do about it. But then there's other bigger situations like relationships falling apart and things like that where you can go back and be like, what did I do wrong or what could I have done better to really oh, exactly. to look at those back. You have to. Pick and choose, I feel, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it's that whole thing of, like, that's that's what really helps us navigate, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's why that's why it's important to be reflective. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, it's, it's difficult, right? Because it asks, it asks more of you. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one of those things that it really, really, I would say it's almost, like, really hard to be, I don't want to say, like, your truest self, but to find that truest self. Because, again, it's like, you're not going to know until after you've arrived, in a sense. But I think by slowing down and evaluating where you're at and who you're at and where where you're at, Mm-hmm. Right, all of those things can kind of help center you in a way. Yeah, like I mean, like or balance you. Yeah, yeah. I always pictured. I mean, I think that's, the, uh, I, and honestly, I honestly think that's what tattoos do. Oh, one hundred percent. I think I think a tattoo is a is again. I I I say, I say this all the time. A tattoo is a you know it's a permanent mark of a of a of a fleeting time. Mm-hmm. Right, like you're 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 marked in that moment, and you're always going to remember that moment. Right, you're always going to remember where you were at when you got that tattoo. Yeah, and you're going to remember the person you were. You're going to remember the people that were around you, and you're going to use that to reevaluate to reevaluate where you're at now. Mm-hmm. And you know that can be good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it can, it, it's just it, it is what it is, and. I think I think that's why, and this is not to talk myself up or anything, but I think that that's why like it's so important for us as tattoo artists to really to to realize that what we're doing isn't for us, it's for other people, yeah, right, like whatever you do, whatever tattoo you do, that matters to someone, even if it doesn't really matter, it's like it's a fun little thing it, it still matters, right, yeah. Because it's a permanent, it's a permanent mark on them. It's that right, and they're always going to remember that. Yeah, and I just, I, I think, like, I think it's our responsibility as tattoo artists to approach things more like that. Yeah, right. That we're doing this job for other people. Like, it's not, it's not for us. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I tattoo someone, you're going to have that tattoo a lot longer than the moment I'm in there with you putting that tattoo on. Yeah. And if I make that experience about me, well, I'm just a jerk. Yeah. You know? But, I, again, I think that every a book everyone should have is The Alchemist. 
it's about a journey. It's about a, a young protagonist journey trying to find themselves. And I think it's just a super relatable thing. But I've actually done an alchemist tattoo. Um, it was a variant of the book cover. Um, it was actually on someone who, uh, her name is Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an awesome, super bright, sunny personality. Um, you know, she's, uh, she has a lot of the stuff on the Instagrams and it's really cool. And, uh, she's got a lot more followers than, you know, me 20 times over, yeah. which is awesome. Congrats to her. She doesn't need my congratulations. She's doing fine without it, but you know, still mad props to you. You're great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but you know, I actually bought a couple of her shirts too. I got her. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. And they're not the kind of shirts I usually buy. Um, they just say like love yourself and they're like <laughs> yeah, super it's not, positive. It's not, uh, yeah. Like yeah. It's not um, that's not our MO here. You know. <laughs> and it's not black. It's not a black t shirt. Oh wow. So it's very it's very strange. Um but yeah, if you've ever met me in person, you know like <laughs> I, you know, I I uh me and Bruce Wayne got a few things in common. Not that we're both Batman, but that we both have to have everything in black. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm Batman. Um, but no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a story that again, like it, we're, we're all our own protagonists, right? Mm-hmm. We're all trying to make sense of this, like, this crazy life and how we can navigate it. And I think whenever we can just stop, pause and realize that that's going to help us mm-hmm. in a, in a larger sense, you know, it's also going to help you realize someone else is going through it too, you know, and you never know what, you know, you never know what someone else's experiences are. Yeah. You never can assume. No. I, all we can, all I think we can do is encourage each other to just be kind. Know, well, be kind and be just more mindful of our own actions. Mm. You know, and like just be more reflective on what we're doing and how we're going and how we're navigating things. But yeah, yes. So if one book, so one book on everyone's bookshelf, the book that belongs to everyone's bookshelf, bookshelf is the Alchemist. Yes. Definitely. I will go out and buy a copy and read it. You should. Everyone buy books. Because, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, there's so much better than e-readers or Kindles or anything. It's like You will value them more. Mm-hmm. Trust you me. Books are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, Jesse, thank you so much for always uh, being a great uh, co-host with me here on on Stories in Ink. And, uh, thank you so much for time. letting me sit on, and thank you so much for the new wonderful nickname, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> late nights with DJ Lucy J. I never want to start like a slow jazz FM radio <laughs> station that only plays from like 1 a.m. to like 5 a.m. Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for stopping by, everyone. Until next time, thanks for listening.